Welcome to Coffee and Catholics, a Catholic women's talk show podcast. I'm Stacy, one of your hosts, and with me I have... Hi, I'm Alicia. And I'm Noelle. I'm Annie. And I'm Lauren. Hello, welcome to Coffee and Catholics. This week in our podcast... We are going to have a bit of a reflection over our past year because tomorrow is the one-year anniversary of our first podcast episode release, and so today we're going to talk a little bit about what our favorite episodes have been, anything that we've learned through this process, and um, we'd love, uh, you know, after you guys listen to this, for you to share any of your favorite episodes and takeaways as well. Like we said before, it's just been a wash for me. I, don't, I haven't learned anything. I'm not, I'm not, I don't even know why I'm still here. To be honest, no. I say I. I think this last year has been amazing. Like before you asked us about this, Stacy. Like I had been wanting so badly to have like a group of people that I could really like talk to about my faith because I love talking about God and about the church and about the reflections that I, I you know read and think about and all of that in prayerful time. But I didn't feel like I had, like, a group of people that I could really discuss that with. And so when he called me up, it was like, I think God answering that prayer for me. And so it really, for me, has been, like, a huge blessing. Yeah, about halfway through this year, I was thinking about, because we had already started talking about, you know, all the things that have been happening and going on with the podcast and how God was blessing it. And at some point, something happened, and I remembered thinking to myself, oh, my gosh, I have to tell the girls this. And I realized at that point that these are my, like, my besties. Like, these girls are, like, my homies. Like, they're my people that I tell all the things to and vent to and share all of the stuff in my life with. And it just sort of happened organically out of this podcast. And I realized that what Stacy has done is build a community, not just a podcast. And the reason we know this is because we're hearing from you guys all the time. And we're watching the numbers go up as the downloads are coming in faster and faster. And we're realizing that this is a legit community with people who are depending on all of the, on us and on all of us to be authentic and real and to keep doing what we're doing. And it just fills me with such joy to be a part of that. And I'm so humbled that I get to actually be in, I don't know, to have my name next to all these girls' names. It's pretty cool. So... <laughs> Annie is joining us uh, via phone. Sorry. Hey, uh, I was kind of trying to reflect on, you know, like go back and look at all the different episodes that we we did and kind of tried to think of, like, what, um, you know, if I had, like, a favorite or anything. I really don't have just, like, one that stands out. But um, something I was thinking, I was looking through, I kind of, you know, we've done so much now. It's been, you know, it's been a long year that I had to, like, go back and say, oh, yeah, I forgot about that one. But um, I was thinking back on the very first episodes we did, and that first time we all like came together and and had our first recording, and it was just like we just had these this moment of yeah, I think this is gonna work. Like it felt so organic, the conversations that we had just from the beginning. Just like like you said, Lauren, the, the friendship that has um, grown out of that. And what Stacy has built with this is just 
it, it means a lot. Means a lot to me personally. I just I really love the connections we've made. I remember the first episode a little differently. I remember being so nervous <laughs> that, like, I kept forgetting everything that I was going to say. And I felt so weird that I was talking into a microphone. And I was, it just, it felt so weird to me. I loved it, but it felt so weird to me. We were all nervous. We were all, like, well, okay, yeah, we had, I like, felt, our list. I definitely felt weird. Well, I was the only connection. And even then, I didn't know everybody all that well. So, I mean... You know, Alicia is probably the one I knew the best, and I've known Annie longer, but we weren't necessarily all that close. And I had just met Noelle and Lauren had done that retreat, and it just felt right when I, you know, like I said, I've said in you know other places, the Holy Spirit put all y'all's names on my heart, and I even was like, oh, what about these other people that I know a lot better? And he's like, no, it has to be these these four ladies, and I was like, okay. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that's been the, the one thing I've noticed through this whole process the past year. Even when each had some rough times over the past year and everything, sometimes we like to try to plan ahead, but the Holy Spirit has really been a big part of this. And so there'll be nights that we thought we were going to talk about different topics and we end up totally changing our topics to something else. And, I'll go back and edit several weeks, a month later. And, you know, I don't, at the time, I didn't know why the Holy Spirit had put those topics on our hearts. But then as I'm editing, a lot of them have been messages that I needed at the time I was editing. Like maybe they weren't messages I needed when we talked about them, but they've been messages I needed later. And so I've been, it's been really interesting to see how that works out too. It's like just trusting that, Things are going to work out the way they're supposed to. I honestly don't think I've ever trusted God as much as I have in handling this. And it's been really amazing to see how that's worked out. I have to echo that. This whole year, I feel like, has been one of deepening trust in God in all areas. I feel like in each of our lives, we've experienced an invitation from God to trust him in a deeper way, to let certain things go, to believe that his design is better than our own. Because, yeah, thinking about it now that you mentioned it, oh my gosh, we have all been through quite a few big things this year, and maybe even still some of us are still going through some of those things. This was not easy. This was not an easy year at all, by any means. And then you add COVID in, and that's like a whole other layer. That didn't really affect us that much. But it affected everybody, us, as a, as a society collectively. But yes, I agree. Deepening trust. I think for me, you know, I don't know how long the Lord is going to call us to do this specific podcast ministry, but we are lifelong friends. And I think that part of the reason why we have become close, and one thing that I appreciate about this particular group is we are very real with each other. (laughs) We have a little um, thread where we post our prayer intentions and where we're really struggling. And I think a lot of times you you maybe hear Catholic uh, podcasters and you think, wow, they've really got it together (laughs) and they really know what they're doing. (laughs) And I love the honesty and authenticity of each person here that they are just as authentic on the podcast as they are off the podcast. Um, 
that has been something for me that I craved moving to a new place is, is being able to just be real with people because working for the church, you know, traveling as a speaker, a lot of times you don't get that, that time to let your guard down and just share like, this is what the Lord's doing in my life, or I have no idea what the Lord is doing in my life. Where is God in this moment? And that's something that I think resonates with people. Um, I think that processing all the different topics that we've talked about, everything from pornography to building a tribe to anger, all of these different topics have all been filtered through our lived experience. Yes, very much. Not political, not pre-Vatican II or post-Vatican II, but just this is how I'm living my daily faith. Yeah, we speak, we've definitely spoken out of what we were going through. When we were, we would sit down and have conversations, you know, what do people want to hear? What do we need to hear? And it always came back to what do we need to, what are we living? What is coming out of our lives? What are we asking? What are the questions that we're asking? And how are we finding our answers or stumbling into answers in the way that we are, which is messy and sometimes disorganized and definitely not all together. And completely and totally authentic. <laughs> I promise you. Well, and I've noticed that over the past year, I've been more confident in being authentic other places. Also, if that makes any sense. Talk about taking things that are in the dark and bringing them into the light. And we've done that on this podcast. And I've done it. I've started to do it just in regular daily life. Like things that are bothering me, I'm more likely to express right away instead of letting them stew. So that's one thing that I feel like I've grown in is building up that confidence to be authentic all the time. Yeah, well, I've definitely experienced a lot of growth too. And I think in part it's because like I've gotten to listen to each one of you ladies talk and y'all are like some of the wisest, most like wonderful people I've ever met because like I come here And I just, I hear the experiences that you've gone through and like the things that you have learned that I've never heard before. And I've gotten so much out of it, like prayers that I've prayed that have honestly gotten me out of things that I have. There are situations that I dealt with for years that were a really, really big struggle for me. And because of prayers that I heard here and because of just, I think, just growing in faith in large part because of this group, like I was, I'm able to get out of that and I'm not dealing with that kind of stuff anymore. Well, you're like Facebook evangelist now. Oh so gosh, she really is. Yes. Just wait. Cause I'm telling you, at least she's going to have like a apologetics thing going here real soon. <laughs> <laughs> so eloquent with your words when you write. So it's very, I know we're overusing that word authentically. We're authentically using authentic, but like it, you know, it, you are, it's, you're really good. <laughs> There's things coming. It's coming. Thanks, God. God's been talking to me about, you know, I just, I feel like the, like we're, we're doing here, whatever it is, like, like you were talking about, like telling the stories mm-hmm. and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like that's what I've kind of translated over to the Facebook thing and whatnot. It's not like anything big at all, but like, I don't know. I just like the idea of telling the story. Yeah. Just us, us telling stories here. I've translated over just to trying trying to evangelize by telling stories elsewhere, like in the Facebook. And like, I think that really does have 
a wonderful effect on people because it's not just like preaching at people and telling people like, you know, this is the truth. This is what you should think. This is what you should do. I'm right. You're wrong. It's just telling people like, this is my lived experience. And, you know, you can either take it or leave it. It's fine if you, if you leave it, but you know, this, this is the beauty of God. Like this is how he can transform you. And it's through our lives. It's through our, per like he deals with us personally. And so, well, even just a, a huge fruit of this, like beyond the numbers of downloads or whatever, has been prayer for each other. You know, mm -hmm. that has been something that, you know, if you post a prayer request, we're praying for that. And we pray for one another in our own uh, thread where we're like, you know, I need to pray for me today. I'm, I'm having this issue or this discernment or this job situation or whatever it may be. That, that is a huge fruit coming from um, the podcast. And I will also say that I've, you know, I talked about earlier about trust. I've also experienced so much more peace after asking these ladies to pray for me. Yes, I, I second that. I, you know, I've, my past, I've always prayed for things, prayed for situations I was having difficulty with. But over the past year, I've brought it to these ladies, and I said, I, I need prayers for this. And honestly, with, you know, many things aren't fixed with that day, but I can already feel peace from their prayers with it by the end of that day. Like, it could even be within a couple of hours. Like, I can physically feel these people praying for me. And that's one thing, when you guys comment to us, we pray for you too. I, anytime I just comment, I mean, these ladies, I, I'm taking screenshots and sending it to them so they can see your comments. And, and there's been a lot of people who have said that they've experienced similar things that we have through several episodes and we pray for you all too. And so we hope that you feel a little bit of that peace when we pray for you. And, um, and if you need Somebody pray for you. We hope you comment and tell us what you need prayers for or message us. And we really want to hear your stories too. Like, just talk. Like, it doesn't have to be about what the episodes are. Just if you if you want to share a story, comment anywhere. We're gonna see it and we're gonna read it. And we want to know what God's doing in your life, or maybe even if you have ideas for shows of things that you. You guys are a part of us, and we're a part of you in this community, and we really want to hear your stories. Like Alicia said, story is the primary tool of evangelization. It's the tool that Jesus used. Jesus told his own story in stories and in story form to try and help people understand how God moves in our souls and in our spirits. Um. I was recently interviewed about this podcast on Mastermind with uh, Dominic D'Souza. Um, he uh, created Smart Catholics. And after the interview, that was one of the things that I told him that we're hoping is the next step, is that there's more discussion around our episodes, not just us creating something and you guys listening, but that there's actual conversation happening around these topics because um, that was one thing that when we started Coffee and Catholics so one of the reasons we talk about some of these could maybe consider taboo topics and um, you know like pornography and natural family planning and things like that is because they're topics that need to be discussed a lot of times 
people have experiences with these things and they think that they have to keep it hidden and to themselves or behind closed doors and healing and growth won't happen when you're hiding. So bringing these types of things to into the light and having these discussions is really where we're hoping the next this next year goes is that there's more discussion that happens. And I think it's good. Like a lot of women's mainstream shows like The View or something like that, they're they want to really debate and get the last word in. Whereas I feel like because this podcast is rooted in friendship, it's like, let's process this together. Even if our views are a little different, or maybe we even disagree. Um, we, we come to work this out and, and to understanding. And I think that that's been a model even off the podcast of, well, tell me more about this. And that comes from hearing people's stories and their background um, you know, it was really interesting because I was recently having a conversation with somebody who was saying, you know, that somebody very prominent had left the Catholic faith. And this person said, you know, everybody says, oh, for shame. That's such a bummer. They left the faith. But has anybody reached out to them and said, hey, let me understand you here. Let me what's going on in your heart that that the process of leaving the faith is not just an instantaneous. And a lot of times it's a grief. Um, yes. And it's a very long journey of falling away. It's a long fall sometimes. And if nobody's extending a hand and, and pulling them back in, um, then they are going to fall away. And I feel like when we are talking about some of the topics that we've, that we've discussed on this podcast, it's with that intention of, you know, you're struggling, I'm struggling, you're broken, I'm broken, Jesus is healer, let's talk about these these issues in the light of Christ and have him transform what we're saying and these wounds. I think I kind of know who you might be talking about. Um, and this particular person has been actually really vocal the whole time in their journey about what's going on with them. And you would not believe how little I've seen of anyone asking questions of this person. It's always just been a bunch of pearl clutching. Like, oh, how could they this? Or how could they say this? Or, oh, no, look what's happening to this person. And no one's actually saying, can I witness you? Can I witness what's happening? Can I walk with you and help you and, and understand your process? And that's what we're hoping we can do on this, on this podcast is be that space. To be like, okay, let's just talk about the nitty-gritty stuff, the stuff that's unpleasant, the stuff that doesn't fit nicely inside of this box because we are all hungering after Jesus. I was talking to someone today, this, the line from one of the Gospels that says, Jesus, everyone is looking for you when he was away and praying. And it hit me like a thunderbolt. That is literally the cry of every single human who has ever existed on the face of the planet, whether they know his name or know that he is good. They're looking for him. Our souls from the minute we're born are craning our necks to find God and we express it in a thousand different ways on a thousand different streets and a thousand different hearts and souls over and over and over again forever. The human cry is to find Jesus and I think that's what we're trying to do here is we're just trying to find him in the mess and the muck and we're trying to find him in each other and we're trying to find him in you guys. 
and I'm just grateful for that journey. Now, one thing that we had talked about doing when we were discussing doing this episode was talking about like our favorite episodes that we've had so far. And I don't know if I particularly have a favorite because they've all spoken to me. I've said it before that I feel like I get an extra gift having to edit these because I get to hear it over and over and over again. And, um, and go back and listen to it again to make sure it sounds all right. And I've learned so much from these women, and I don't think there, there's a favorite. I just think that, the like we've said here several times already, these stories are meant to speak to whoever they need to speak to. The Holy Spirit knows, and, and hopefully he guides you to the episode you need to hear and in the ways that you need to hear it. But I know that I've been blessed over and over and over again by having to edit these. And then the vulnerability that everybody has expressed. Um, We've heard that over and over again. I've heard it in in multiple comments. I'm glad you guys are so vulnerable. Your vulnerability speaks to me. And that something else I think we've created is a safe space to do that in. And, you know... There's been a couple times where I'm like, Mom, don't listen to this episode. <laughs> <laughs> oh, for sure. yeah, but, for um, sure. but yeah, and so, but I think, you know, it's, uh, we got to talk about bringing the stuff that's, you know, bringing things into the light helps others bring their story into the light. And when we're there together, walking together, healing can happen. And it's just been, so I can't pick up my favorite. Yeah, in terms of vulnerability, like, I remember, especially when we first started doing the podcast and I started like spilling the beans about some of my stuff. And I'm like, why am I doing this? I don't know these ladies. <laughs> like, <laughs> and like, I'm not, I'm a very introverted person and it takes me a long time to get to know people and feel comfortable around people. So I think it really was like a, a God thing, like a Holy Spirit yes. thing, just letting me just purge all of this stuff that it had on my heart. And, you know, like talking, for instance, about like my miscarriage with Philomena or like the doubts um, that I've had with my faith or whatever else, like it's been, it's been, I don't know, just really, really interesting to see how God has kind of worked through me to kind of open up my heart a bit and just let you guys know what it's all about when that's not normally how I am at all. So, and I do have to say one of my favorite parts of this, (laughs) like looking back, my favorite parts of this um, podcast has been hearing Noelle's stories about getting in the cars with strangers. <laughs> like that is <laughs> that has been one of my favorites. Just because I go home and I tell my husband, guess what Noelle did? <laughs> Everybody's gonna hear it anyways. It's not gossip. <laughs> this cracks me up. Well this has also been a place where I've noticed that things that have happened in my past, I've been able to start processing mm-hmm. and seeing the dots connected like that was another thing in an interview I did recently he had some questions that he wanted me to answer and I was reflecting on one of them and I you know in my past I've had people say oh you should write a book or do this or that tell a story and then I you know after you know our second miscarriage I felt like miscarriage had to be something that was talked about because nobody talked about it and so I started sharing my story on Facebook, and I had 
lots of women met, private message me. I'm going through a miscarriage. What did you do? And, you know, um, I haven't told anybody except for my husband. And, you know, I talked through that with them and walked with their, they knew my story. And I was able to walk with them in their journey of that similar experience. And I didn't see it until those questions were presented to me. But I was like, he's preparing me for this. And so I'm wondering, and I, now I'm like really excited for, well, where is this going to go? Because that whole, you need to share your story, and then you need to share your story, and you need to share your story, and over and over again, this has been a, a little whisper from various people in my life. And I didn't really understand that that's what this was until mm-hmm. I saw that. And so it's been really interesting to be able to process all of that and go, wow. You know, it's kind of powerful to see God's plan unravel, like going back and see how it unraveled for you. I mean, there's still more. So it's just really exciting to, to see that. So that's been another thing. So we've talked a lot about like all the different kind of good things that have come from it. But something that is also kind of happens throughout the year that we all have kind of experienced is lots of, um, more like, I don't know if it's like spiritual attack or like different things that have happened um, to kind of like that have happened to that have made it hard like some of the episodes like where we were talking about some really hard things or we were planning on talking on about really difficult topics or you know different things where um, we've had all these you know just different things have happened to kind of like fight that like when we were doing the pornography episode when like the computer just like randomly shut down or like or, or whatever it was like the connection yep. i can't remember exactly but i know like we had all these technical issues we'll have a a planned meeting and um for recording and find out that like right before we're going that everybody you know half the people are saying oh our our kids just got sick or like right now i'm i'm, I'm at home because i had um exposure to covid and um and i think that those you know, the fact that we have all these, one is just a, like, part of life, that things happen. But also, um, it tends to happen when we have these, you know, these big things that we are planning or, like, you know, big topics, and you know that it is because there's going to be so much good that will come from it. And I don't know how exactly to put that, but I don't, I, do you understand what I'm trying to say? Like, I guess, yeah. like, the yeah. good that's coming from our podcast. Well, like you were talking about earlier, I mean, the, my first laptop, the the screen got broken right before we were supposed to do stuff. I had to get a monitor, and then all of a sudden, it just didn't want to have a sound card anymore. It just didn't want to acknowledge that it had audio, and we had to use other computers. And then those computers stopped, and we bought new computers, and then the microphones were acting funky, and we bought new microphones. And even tonight, we're not even using the microphones because things have started to happen with these computers again. And so, you know, it can seem discouraging, but the one thing that I have held on to is like you were saying, there's so much good that has been coming from these podcasts that I don't, it's important not to stop because if we get discouraged with all the crazy that keeps happening and we start focusing on, Oh, well, Obviously, you know, it's never going to work out because everything keeps breaking. Then 
Um, that's what that's what he wants. And so we just refocus and, you know, like I said, the big thing with us has been letting the Holy Spirit control all of this. And it's all worked out. And even the night that the computer, it did shut down, like Annie said. And it shut down. I was like, oh, we just lost that podcast. And it was all so gone. <laughs> it was oh, It was so good. And my husband was able to get it turned back on, and it, 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 I hadn't saved it, but it was there. It had stayed there. And, and we just had that, while it was a little scary, it was also, you know, that trust that the Holy Spirit's got this. It'll work out the way it's supposed to, and the podcast was still there, and I saved it very quickly. And I saved it to my external hard drive very quickly, and then we finished it up. The thing is, Satan will always attack PC. Mm-hmm. Never Apple. Apple has seen my glasses are already an angel. <laughs> but well, like a priest friend of mine said, because we had mentioned this to him, that things kept happening. I didn't go into details with him, but he, he told us not to look for monsters and windmills and giants and windmills basically he said even if there is an attack just you just have to refocus on god and on jesus turn your focus to jesus and have that faith and i think that's been a lot easier with the four of you like like, it's don't give satan a stage yeah Right. Well, yeah, because I mean, even if, even when there are spiritual attacks, it only happens happens because God allows it, you know, and it reveals to us our hearts and where we're at and where you know what we're actually persevering for. Like, you know, I've noticed, like, you know, in spiritual desolation, like, am I worshiping God or am I worshiping the feeling that comes with worshiping God? You know, so like, it's just God's revealing to you what you're all about in those moments of spiritual attack. So. Yeah, I think I completely agree with the priest and what you said, Noel. Like, you don't ever focus on Satan. Like, it's just always reach for God. Well, and I, like the episode that I just finished editing, Lauren had mentioned in it about when you're having a dry spell in your prayer life or you feel that desolation or the emptiness in your prayer life, continuously going and praying, anyways is showing that faithfulness. And so I think that's another thing that we've done through all of this, these hiccups, just, you know, more hiccups than can be coincidence, it feels like. Yes, but um, but we just keep persevering and hoping. And so we hope that if you feel that way too, listeners, that, you know, you just feel like you're being attacked and everything in your life is going wrong and everything is just, you feel like, where's God? Just have that faith that he's there and just keep going to him and keep turning to him and just have that hope. Because that's been that's been my word of this year and it's proved to be a very, very important word for me is hope. Just have that hope, persevere, stay faithful. And I mean that's what this it's really what this whole podcast is about, I think. Do y'all have any favorite podcasts that we've done so I far? do. You do? I do. I think, well, I have moments, and I don't know which podcast they were on, but I have, like, favorite. I think I do, but, like, the miscarriage podcast was huge for me, mostly because Alicia's story about Philomena, and there was one line that she said during that podcast 
that I literally clung to in my own deep fears of losing the baby that I am now holding in my arms, who is sleeping peacefully, because I was afraid I was going to miscarry him, because we were having issues in the very beginning. And as I sat here listening to her speak those life-giving words about her daughter, who is still animating her soul, you can see it every time she says her name, that something lights up inside of her. And I... When I heard her say those words about the way that she coped with Philomena, saying that Philomena is not mine, she is God's, and I don't have a right to her, that line transformed my entire first trimester, that one line that she said. And so that is one of the favorites for me, is hearing you speak those words, because it meant something to my soul. And when we talked about suffering is another time that I felt like, there was this deep well, you know, it's like, I don't know if you've ever felt, obviously you have felt the spirit moving inside of you. There's a quickening inside of you. Something starts to flutter or kick. It's almost like a baby. Something wakes up and you're listening and your eyes are open and your ears are open because something is in the room and it's not you, right? That's when the Holy Spirit moves. You can feel that. The times where I felt the Holy Spirit move in this room is when all of us we're talking about things like suffering and embracing suffering. And when we're spilling our guts to you guys, people we've never seen before, telling you guys things that we've not even told family members. Most, some of us have come public on this podcast about things that we never dreamed in our life we would say out loud, myself included. And, but Stacy and I, especially when we had talked about that, we, we, we were like, ooh, 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 I'm not sure I want to, but it had to be said, and that was understood without there even being words, that this was the time to say those words and to say what had happened to us and what we had done and what we experienced and how we moved through it. And then it's like that well opened up and you could feel that person of the Trinity in this room and where he is, all three are, as well as the Blessed Mother, his spouse. And that's when, and so I say I'm fumbling. I know I'm not being very eloquent at all, but what I'm saying is, when I feel God move in this room, those are the moments that I remember. And I remember that happening so many times, but especially when we would talk about suffering or we would open up about our past sins or our past struggles. It's got to be hard to get on a Catholic podcast and say, hey, sometimes I have serious doubts about if God is real. You know, that kind of stuff is hard to say to your friends, let alone how many listeners do we have now, Stacey? <laughs> and you're so authentic about that. And Noel is so, oh my gosh. It's just, I just want to be like y'all. Like, <laughs> like, I just, I can feel God here. And it's when I can feel him that I remember. And it's my favorite. That's my favorite episodes. So I would have to say the suffering one, the miscarriage one, and then just the pornography one. Because I love being able to talk about something that you guys are struggling with and thinking about that is not being talked about elsewhere. Well, I appreciate Lauren, how you pick up the, the nuances that when we're blazing ahead and, and we're like, yeah, everybody's on board with this, that you pick up the people left behind, like in the body image episode where oh, we're all talking about how we're striving and, and we're, we're trying to take care of our bodies. And then you're like, but if you can't take care of your body, like if you have something going on where this, you can't do it, like we see you. I just love that you, you're you picking up 
some of the people that as we're blazing through in this conversation that you're like, wait a second, we're leaving some people behind here that deserve to be on board. And, and that's, it's really awesome. I think for me, one of the most potent things that I mentioned this briefly before was, um, I don't like, I don't remember the episode either, but, um, it was when you had mentioned a prayer that you say, you say, um, in the name of Jesus Christ, I rebuke whatever. And mm. at this point, like, and I don't know, I think maybe it just stems from, I mean, I've been, I've been Catholic now for eight years, but I have still up to this point had always heard people say the name, like Jesus and Jesus Christ and like actually saying his name while talking about him. And I cringed. Because something in me was just like, just back when I was agnostic, like I would hear people talk about him and I was just so annoyed by their discussing him. Mm -hmm. And it just, it I don't know, I just would get eked out by it and just so aggravated. And so I heard you say that. And my first thought was like, eh, like that's, that sounds a little cheesy, but there was something there. And it really, this is another one of those Holy Spirit moments mm -hmm. like you were talking about where in that quickening. And it, it stuck with me. And so when I went home and I was, you know, experiencing whatever, and I'd say, you know, I, tr I tried it. And I was like, you know, in the name of Jesus Christ, I rebuke these thoughts or I rebuke this feeling that I'm having or whatever. And it, I think really like it automatically had a difference for me. And it just kept happening for me. And then I started using it with more stuff and I started getting more confident using Jesus's name. And it, for me, like it has, like I've, I've, it's branched out for me, like saying it out loud, like saying his name out loud around people. And like, I learned from Mother Teresa, and I think I've said this before, you know, like she always said like, good morning, Jesus in the morning. And I've said a portion of that, like a, a variation of that in the mornings. And my husband was awake one morning and I got so embarrassed because I was like, oh my gosh, I'm going to like talk to Jesus out loud. This seems so like random and weird. And like, he's going to judge me. And I don't know. And like, so I apologized for it and then I did it. My husband was like, why? Like, mm -hmm. that's so weird. Don't apologize for praying. <laughs> and like, since then, like, I was like, okay. And then, I don't know, just it stems from that or whatever, getting more confident in saying his name out loud. And it's because of that, hearing that prayer. Yeah. Well, and just knowing that his name has power and renouncing those mm -hmm. lies yes. that have taken root in our hearts, like that's been a healing prayer for me. So, but isn't that interesting though? Like each one of us as we've shared a healing moment has brought healing you know in its own way mm -hmm. to mm -hmm. the group healed people heal people <laughs> mm -hmm. oh yeah for sure well it's because when you say yes to the holy spirit it's like you're saying noel it's not it's not a yes in a vacuum the spirit is like water if you open the spell it's going to splash on other people i mean it's just mm -hmm. it's so it's where souls, like with this mystical reality that we live in, in the body of Christ, with that the more that we say yes to, to Jesus, and I say Jesus and our God is the same, but I'm going to say that name since we're on that track. Because I think some of you out there may need to hear me say the name Jesus. And to hear that come into your space now and splash on you, wherever you are, whether you're driving in your car, or, you know, that name, that name, that, that opening to God and the Holy Spirit, when we do it, it just it just accidentally flows out to the people around us. It's not something that we do. It's just something we said yes to, and then God begins to move. And like you said, 
the healing spreads and it flows and it starts washing down the streets and down the aisles and into your marriage and into your husband's heart. And whoops, he wasn't looking for that. And all of a sudden he's seeking God. Why? Because you're seeking God. You see what I mean? And that's just an example. I'm not saying don't say, I have a guarantee that if you seek God, your husband will. I'm not going there. Don't write me letters. Actually do write me letters. But, <laughs> but like, you know what I mean? It's, it's when we say yes, that it begins to flow. And that's what I, that's what I think. I love that you always bring the word, since we're talking about words, healing, healing. That's what we need as a church, as a body, as a people. We need to heal so that we can heal others, so that we can see other people the way God sees them instead of the way our wounds see them. We've all kind of affirmed each person here except for Annie, and I think it's just because you're not sitting in front of us, Annie, but I just want to say Annie brings joy every Mm -hmm. single episode she can talk about um things with a lightheartedness even serious topics even emotional topics bringing it back to joy and i think that she is kind of that anchor for all of us to not head too far down this like woe is me (laughs) and like crucifixion like (laughs) like i'm so unworthy and it's like we it comes back to joy the joy of our faith that is the natural fruit of the holy spirit and i want to say just one other quick thing about stacy like for me like you know i i think you've noticed my resistance to this but like you've always been like you know like you talked about before how you know like the holy spirit guides our conversations i'm a planner like i need to plan and so when you're like, no, let's just let, you know, whatever comes to mind or whatever, when, when we're there, whatever the Holy Spirit brings to us, let's do it. And I'm just like, ugh, <laughs> like, I need <laughs> you to tell me what to prepare for. But, like, and I, you know, I don't think that's necessarily a bad thing. But, like, I have, again, felt a little something there, that there is just, like, this trust that you've had with God and the Holy Spirit. And... And, and maybe through this, I know that there's, I don't know if there's a direct connection, but a link or whatever. I've recently grown closer to the Holy Spirit. But, like, just seeing that trust that you have in God and, like, you're willing to allow him to just guide you wherever it is that you want to go and everything. Like, I don't know. I've just been grateful for that. And then I'm just, like, I've been thanking God that he's leading you down a path of, like, you know, telling you where it is that you need to go. And you're responding yes. And I just, like, I see that example. And I've... I, like I've thanked God for it, like you know, offered up those prayers of thanksgiving for it, and then I've been like, I want to be like that. Like I want, I want you to show me what it is that you want me to do, and you know my heart enough to know that I'll tell you yes. So like, work on me until I get there. Mm-hmm. You know, like I think it's just been a beautiful example. What I was gonna say is, now if I could only do that with all aspects of my life, and not just the podcast. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> well, God works on us yeah. as we are, like in little pieces and yeah. stuff, and just slowly works on us. So. Yeah, I like the water will start pushing. Mm-hmm. Don't yeah. worry. It's yeah. very, very strong. I like that imagery. Mm-hmm. I like this. Well, and when she mentioned water a minute ago, I automatically thought of baptism, which is the first time we're sealed with the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, I like that imagery mm-hmm. also. I once got asked if I had been baptized in the Holy Spirit by a random stranger in the grocery store. And she was not talking about the sacrament of baptism, I don't think. And I've since read a little bit about that. And apparently that is a thing. And that's something that I don't know about. Life Maybe in Noelle the Spirit can. seminars. Oh, Noelle can tell us. What does that mean? They like, just 
pray over you for an outpouring of the Holy Spirit. Okay. I mean, it's so I guess like I have had that. I just didn't know the word. Yeah, okay. it's like confirmation, but it's more like intentional about recognizing, like you know, sacraments. Sometimes we go through the motions and we miss that really important moment. So it's almost like re- reliving that moment. Like you're you're really praying for an awareness and gifts of the Holy Spirit to come. That's beautiful. Upon and so let's all pray for that. Yeah. Well, we hope you have enjoyed this year of our podcast, and we hope that you'll share with us any ideas you have for the podcast, any stories that resonated with you, or even sharing your own story so we can walk in that journey with you. And here's to another year, and thank you for supporting us and praying for us over this past year. We really appreciate you all. We couldn't have done any of this without you all. So thank you. God bless you all. God bless you. And as always, thank you for joining us. Thanks. Thank you. Please join us again in two weeks. Until then, may God bless you and may Mary accompany you.